0: to the Calabast podcast we got miles sitting there in the back and uh, this is the first Calabas podcast that's gonna be going on YouTube um, so we're gonna go ahead and call it episode one um, we have done six episodes so far uh, all of which were live on twitch so if you're watching this um, and you came from twitch I, I really appreciate it if you just stumbled upon this uh, my name is Nicholas um, I'm a streamer uh, and I, I go by the name young Calabaster on stream um, and this is something that I've wanted to do for a long time and it's something that I took to twitch um, and realized through doing that that uh, the podcast format doesn't really go with live streaming um, and while I had a great time doing it. I feel like uh, YouTube is a platform um, that really lends itself to this type of thing, a little more so than Twitch does. Um, I've been very fortunate to be able to have some really great guests on. Um, I had uh, my cousin, uh, Ethan, uh, who goes by Mercenary. Um, on, and We talked about mental health um, and gaming through mental health struggles. Um, I had a good buddy of mine named Caleb, um, from the Arizona, a gentleman that I met through Twitch, um, on, and we talked about fatherhood. We talked about, uh, being a new parent. Um, I had an awesome musician by the name of Dylan Phipps, who's a part of many different projects on, and we talked about, uh, pursuing your passion projects and, and being able to monetize your passion and, and find financial stability through that monetization, um, and then I had an artist uh, by the name of Riley Wade, uh, who also streams on and, and talked about, you know, what it takes to learn a discipline like that, as well as um, how someone goes about turning that into a career. Um, and so I've been very fortunate to have a couple of really great conversations. And while those were all on the Twitch format um, and, and the live stream format, um, I felt like I couldn't do justice to either to try and combine the two because um i love streaming and it has uh my stream i feel has its own identity Um, whereas this podcast is something that's still kind of evolving and growing and and i'm trying to figure out what it's going to be and um so i didn't want to try and force it into the mold of, of what i've already done on twitch and i also didn't want to have to try and bend what i have on twitch to fit this um, and so I think from here on out we're gonna we're gonna do these on YouTube. Um, and so again, if you're if you come here to listen to this from Twitch, I'm very appreciative of that. Um, and if you just stumbled upon it, um, I hope that you enjoy yourself, and I hope that you enjoy spending some time with me. Um, I have kind of already had this conversation with with Caleb, uh, with with Mr. Tater Tots. And that was on being a new parent, um, and so this is the Calabas podcast on fatherhood. Um, and I guess from my eyes, from my perspective, uh, because I am—I've uh, yet to start on that. I've yet to start on that journey, um, and it's just something that you know. While you can talk to a new parent, while you can talk to an established parent. I feel like there's a lot that goes through your mind before you are a parent, like when you're kind of in the throes of getting ready to become a parent, um, that I'd like to kind of air out, if you guys would be willing to hear it. Um, so, I uh, I guess really, uh, today's Mother's Day, we're coming up on the tail end of Mother's Day, I'm, I'm recording this a little bit late, I had actually uh, recorded a couple of different takes of this uh the first one i thought went really well i sounded like a fucking lunatic and i realized right at the end when i went to go listen back to it that i did not have my microphone on so i'm going to take a second to check the levels and make sure we're good we're good we've got a we've got sound um and then I, i went to record a second one and my wife, who went to go visit her mother, um, came home, and so I figured I'd just kind of stop it and take a couple of hours, spend some time with her, and, uh, now I'm kind of getting back into this space and, and trying to figure out, you know, what it is that I, I really want to say, um, because initially, the first recording of this, like I said, I felt like I sounded like a lunatic, it was, it was very, very much ranty, um, like a rant, um, and it sounded manic. I felt like I sounded fucking crazy. Um, but really, I guess the best place to start is that because today is Mother's Day, I was thinking about when I was a kid and thinking about what it must have been like to have had to raise me. Um, and because I am kind of coming up on fatherhood, it's it's snowballing now to where the days are just like rolling past super quickly. Um because I'm coming up on that, I I've been really starting to wonder what it's like to raise a child. Um and because I don't have I mean I helped I helped out with my sisters when they were young, um but I didn't raise them. You know, I didn't have to instill in them a sense of right or wrong. I didn't have to you know, punish them when they did anything. I didn't have to praise them when they did something great. Um, and while uh, while those are just tiny facets of parenthood, um, those are things that I, I haven't experienced. And so, you know, when I spoke to Caleb, when I spoke to Mr. Mr. Tater Tots, I, uh, you know, I asked him what was the best advice um, that he had gotten and what was the best advice That he could give and his answer um, was to be as prepared as you can be for anything and everything and just accept that you're not gonna be prepared Um, and also to not listen to anybody else to raise your child the way that you want to raise them Um, and that's been sticking with me because I'm I'm becoming increasingly more confused as to how i'm supposed to do that and obviously this is a joint effort it's not just me raising my my kid it's going to be myself and my wife um and we are vastly different people i don't think that if you marry somebody they should be exactly like you that's just my personal preference um i'm grateful to have a wife who is so different than i am Uh, but you know that is that is led into some strange uh strange conversations about how we're going to raise our, our daughter how we're going to raise our future children if we have any more kids if we're lucky enough to um and like i said today had just kind of kind of caught me off guard as a day where i really was thinking about what it was like to raise me um and how fucking hard that must have been because uh, i was terrible um and i know that everybody says that they were terrible kids and i, I don't really believe that i was a terrible kid uh, but I was I was a very inquisitive kid, and my wife um, is exponentially smarter than I am, um, and so I know that given the mix of our gene pools, we're gonna have a really inquisitive, really smart daughter, um, and I'm I'm really grateful for that being a possibility, but I'm also terrified of that. Uh, because, as I said, you know, raising me was probably really hard because I was super inquisitive. I had a lot of questions that I I feel badly now that I'm an older person because I I expected my parents to have all the answers and they didn't. Um, and that's something that I'm coming to terms with now is that I don't have all the answers. and what am I gonna tell my daughter? What am I gonna tell my future children when I don't have the answers? because a simple I don't know would never have, been enough for me as a kid, Um, and so I'm just constantly worrying, I guess, that I'm not going to be able to do enough, or I'm not going to be able to know enough and and impart enough wisdom um, to make a difference, um, to make my daughter's life easier, or to make it so she understands things easier. Um, And that's a tough thing to have to wrap your head around. And like I said, I I have been thinking about when I was younger and I don't, you know, I have memories of being a young kid, but I don't necessarily know what it was like to raise me as a young kid. I'm told I was a very joyous child. I'm told I was a very happy baby. Uh, And I believe it too. I'm a pretty happy guy in general. Um, And that is... That is something there. There's this thought that's been kind of popping in and out of my head, and that thought is, um, what it's like to transition from a son to a father. Because I have I have no idea, and I'm on the precipice of that. I'm right on the edge of that transition. I'm right on the edge of going from being a son, being a husband, being a man to being a father, being somebody who is who is responsible for so many aspects of the growth and well-being of another human being. Um and the only thing I can really relate it to is when I went from being a son to being a husband and if I'm being honest with myself I was not super great at that early on. I didn't think of it so much as a transition. I didn't think of it so much as as work or as something that I had to do. I just thought it was something that would happen. Um And so this time around, this this transitory period in my life, I am trying to be more conscious of my role in making that transition happen and making it as smooth of a transition as possible. And that's terrifying. Um, Because some of the best advice I ever got before I got married was, Um, Marriage is not a fix-all. It does not change something that you dislike about a person. It does not change something that you wish were different. It is not as if the day prior to your your wedding, you are X, Y, and Z, and then the day after, you are A, B, and C. You do not change fundamentally as a person because you have this new title. Um, And I... If I'm being honest, I worry that that's the same thing with fatherhood and I know that there's a difference. I can't tell you how many times I've been told, "Oh, just wait till you see your daughter or wait till you actually hold her, you're going to your whole life will change in a, in a matter of minutes." And while I hope that that is the case, I'm fucking terrified that it's not. I'm terrified that I'm not going to be the father that I want to be immediately Um, and I think I think on the examples of fatherhood that I've had throughout my life and whether it be a friend's dad whether it be a girlfriend's dad whether it be my own dad um, I have had a couple of people that I could look to and say that's what you should do or that's what you shouldn't do but that's all been later in life that's all been well into parenthood And the idea of being an early parent, like a rookie parent, is fucking terrifying to me. Um, and I don't know if anybody else felt like that. I feel like everybody has to feel like that. I don't feel like there's anybody who's gone into parenthood and been like, I'm gonna fucking crush this. Um, I'm sure there's that, like, fucking, that, that sense of unease, that fucking trepidation. Is that the right word? I don't know. Who knows? Not me. Um i feel like everybody has to feel that way um but i also know that not everybody speaks on it not everybody says hey i'm fucking scared as shit to do this um and i sure as hell haven't said that um maybe to my friends maybe in passing i've been like i don't know how the fuck i'm gonna do this but um definitely not to my wife uh so if you're listening honey i I apologize for not telling you how fucking terrified i am but i just don't want to scare you um because I don't want to influence you to be scared or more scared. Because I'm not carrying, I'm not creating the life. I'm just like going to have to help be a part of raising it. I don't want to have to put that bad energy. I don't want to put that that bad juju out into the world. Um, and I think that that's, that's what's scary is not fucking not knowing... If I'm gonna be good at it or not, and obviously, like the first few months, right? Like the first few months, I know that there's not a lot that sticks. I know that there's not a lot that you can really do to fuck up your kid. Like I, like if I'm listening to like Swedish death metal or something, which I don't do, but if I decided to just start listening to Swedish death metal, it's not like in 20 years she's gonna be like, "Well, my dad used to listen to Swedish death metal when I was three weeks old, and that's why I murdered all those people," um, or at least I hope not. You know, I I really hope that's not what happens. Um, but I you know I'm I'm nervous about the act of taking care of a child. I know that there's not like I know that it's not as hard as it seems initially, but it's also infinitely harder than it seems. Um, so there's that weird like juxtaposition of like super easy and the toughest thing you've ever done that keep like smashing themselves against each other in my brain. Um, and I'm lucky. I'm super fortunate to have had a couple of friends who've had kids. And, and most recently, uh, my buddy Caleb that I, that I spoke with I can't, I can't talk. Um, but my buddy Caleb that I spoke to on the second episode of the Calabas podcast, um, that was about being a new parent and, you know, what, what it was like. And so I'm very fortunate to have him and have him not only as a friend, but also as like a parental resource to let me know like how hard it is or how easy some days are. And, um, you know, from, from that, I also have so many other members of the community that I'm a part of, uh, the gaming community I'm a part of, um, who are parents and who are just this, like, I I have this wealth of, excellent people who are willing to talk to me and help me out and, and tell me anything that, you know, whether it's a bad day or a good day or whether it's something that I did right or something they may have done differently. Um, I have this excellent, excellent group of people and this excellent group of um, friends and and confidants to kind of help me with this and help me through this because they've all had kids and some of them are new parents. Some of them are experienced parents, but As much as that is a blessing and as much as that is something that I'm super fortunate to have, I'm also still fucking terrified because what if their experiences are absolutely nothing like mine and there's a great chance that they won't have been anything like mine. Um, Because everybody's different and every life is different. And excuse me, I just burped, I apologize. Um, I'm just, I'm real worried about that. And, And while I am, real worried about like the first few months even more than that really i'm worried about later on in life that is the that is the fucking the dark abyss of terror that i'm staring into uh, trying to figure out what it is that i'm gonna do right or wrong because there are so many variables there are so many things that i could do to fuck this kid up that I wouldn't do intentionally. There are so many things that I, I know my parents didn't do intentionally that like I am irrationally against or like totally unhinged about as a fucking adult that like they didn't they didn't mean to do it, but like you know. They left me alone with my aunt and she made me eat fucking canned tomatoes. I can't stand canned tomatoes now. You know, like, the thought of canned tomatoes just makes me fucking sick to my stomach. Like, weird shit. Like, just random shit that, like, they didn't think was any issue. Like, they left me alone with somebody that it was a trusted family member to babysit me and then because of what she fed me I just have, like, this fucking ugh towards it. Um, Those are things that absolutely scare the fuck out of me um like what if you know what if my daughter hates the music that i listen to and because i listen to this music she develops this like super huge distrust of anybody who likes this specific genre of music and that distrust turns her into, like, some fucking serial killer who only takes out people who liked albums created from 2002 to 2014. Like, she's, like, in this weird little niche uh, part of serial killerism. And that's just, like, how she does things. And she's, in like, in court, they're like, why are you like this? And she's like, because my dad listened to Tell All Your Friends by Taking Back Sunday on repeat when I was three years old that one summer. And it fucking, it did some shit in my brain. You know? And... You know, and also if she talks like that, that's a whole other bridge that I have to cross when I come to it. But you know, just the fragility of this life that I have to—I have to be careful about. And I have this great opportunity in front of me to facilitate growth and uh, a sense of self-worth and a sense of self-appreciation and. All of these awesome things that I want to instill in my daughter and I want her to have this sense of self and self-worth and and know that she's a fucking awesome human being and I want to be able to give her all of this but at the same time how do you do that how do you do that correctly how do I go how do I make sure that I don't I don't make it so she's a fucking egotistical maniac and She thinks that everything she does is God's gift to human beings because I I I was just so so much like into praising her and lumping praise on her, or like if I give her too little praise, what if she seeks validation in any way, shape, or form from any person around? You know, like how how do you how do you as a parent not walk on eggshells your entire life? because that is that is what i'm so fearful of is this idea that i have so much control over how this person turns out and my part in it and i don't want to fuck it up and i think that i think that you know that comes from that comes from a place of feeling unprepared um and to be honest i'm sure i could be reading parenting books i could be talking to as many parents in the world as there are I could talk to all the experts and I would still feel this sense of unpreparedness and I think that that just comes with the territory of rookie parenthood you know we're on our first year like we're carrying bags for the rest of the team you know I I don't I don't think like I said earlier I don't think that there's anybody who's ever come into being a parent and been like I'm going to fucking kill this like I'm going to I'm going to be so good at this. And if they did, I'm sure that immediately went away when they were like, what the how the how, how does a diaper go on? You know? And I I just I know that no matter how prepared I am, no matter how many books I read, no matter how many people I talk to, I'm not going to feel prepared enough. And there's this crippling self-doubt that just makes me wonder like there are so many people in the world who are trying to have kids and they're not able to and I am lucky enough to be able to have created a life and to be able to facilitate their growth as a person and their well-being Um and am I am I worthy of that like is it you know I don't know maybe and this is this is where like, it really spun out of control in the first one that I was that I recorded. The first podcast that I recorded, I was like... I started sounding like a lunatic, because I was like... I don't fucking know, you know, I'm fucking... I don't know if there's, like, some cosmic entity that's just, like, fucking with me. Like, I, I really probably sounded insane. Um, but... I know that... I also... Have this strange sense of comfort for all of the worrying that i'm doing right now and i still have a couple of months you know i still have a while until i get to meet this tiny human that i've created and i'm i'm excited to see how much more insane i become um because to me that's really what it's all about i guess and that's how i know that as unprepared as i am maybe i am ready And while you can never truly be ready, I've heard that a million times. People are like, you might think you're ready, but you can never truly be ready. Um, While that definitely is the case, you know, I feel like maybe all of this worrying is a good thing. Maybe maybe this feeling of self-doubt and this feeling of not being prepared enough is, in a sense, me preparing myself for the inevitability that I will not know what I'm supposed to do, ever. Maybe I will feel what I'm supposed to do is right, or maybe I will feel what I'm doing is right, or what I have done is wrong, but I don't think you ever truly know. And no matter how many kids you have, no matter how many people uh, you get to help bring into this world, um, maybe that feeling never goes away. Um, And so that's one of the reasons I wanted to come on here and talk about this is because You know i i i know that there aren't a lot of people who talk about how terrified they are a lot of people are just like oh i'm you know i I think i'm ready and you know i know that it's going to be a challenge but i I don't think i've ever really heard somebody come out and and outright say like i'm fucking terrified um and i'm sure there have been people but i have just not been lucky enough to hear somebody else uh in my life say i'm fucking terrified to have a kid and I'm fucking terrified to be a dad. Um, but I think that, I think that there's a beauty in being so scared of messing up and being so conscious of what it is that you can do and what it is that you might do or, or be worried of it. Um, because, you know, I, I do know that I am lucky enough to be able to be having a child with my wife and uh, she is the most prepared person I've ever met. If there's anybody who's prepared to have a kid, it's definitely her. She is, you know, she, she works with children. Um, she is a doctor. She knows so much. So we're, you know, we're, we're in great hands and by we, I mean, me and Ellie, me and my daughter are in great hands. Um, when it comes to that. And so I know that not only that, but we have an excellent family um, and I have an excellent extended family, an excellent family beyond my family and the community that I'm a part of. And so I know that, again, I have this wealth of support um, that I'm very grateful to have. And I just wanted to come on here and talk about this because you know maybe there's somebody else who is staring down the barrel of becoming a dad and they are just fucking in their head constantly and they're not entirely sure if they're prepared or they're not entirely sure if they're able to do this, if they're ready to do this, or if they're going to be ready to do this when the time comes. And I just wanted to be a voice that says, you know, hey, maybe maybe you're not. And I certainly am not. And that's okay. Um, but I you know the the Calabas podcast isn't always gonna be on fatherhood. I'm sure that when Ellie comes around I will Continue to talk and, and and say things on fatherhood. Um, but this is, this is the Calabas podcast on fatherhood. Um, so I guess to end this, because I don't want it to be super long, um, but to end this, uh, here is my thought. After all of the thoughts that I've shared with you, here is my final thoughts on fatherhood. Um, i'm in a state of constant fear uh i i second guess myself i am i i i never feel prepared i i don't feel good enough um and this is all over a person that i've never met and to me at least right now in this moment that's that's what fatherhood is that's what it is to me i mean i'm diving headfirst into all of my inadequacies, I am ripping myself to shreds to find something inside me that is worth teaching someone, um, to find something uh, that is worth uh, being someone or something that is deserving of being carried on, because that's what children are there, your legacy, and I'm hoping that I don't fail this person that I've never met. And to care that much, uh, to care that much about somebody that I haven't met yet, um, this is what's occupying my mind. All the ways that I could stumble and fall and fail and... And it's all because I want want so much not to do that. I don't want to stumble. I don't want to fall and fail. And there's so much that I don't know. I I don't know how tall she'll be. I don't know uh, what her favorite food's going to be. I don't know what music she will like. I don't know what her favorite color is going to be. I don't even know what color eye she's going to have. But what I do know is that I'm her dad. And that maybe it is my job not to know. And maybe that's the beautiful part about all of this is that I am so terrified of failing this person I have not met yet. Because I am her dad and it's my job to worry about failing this person and it's my job to worry about this person because i love her that much and who knows maybe that is maybe that is what is beautiful about all this um who knows i certainly do not and uh i appreciate you guys listening this has been the calabas podcast on fatherhood I hope you have a great rest of your evening, and I will see you next week. Wow, the music switch up really bums me out.